Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I am your host, Modingo, and with me, we're drinking some more of that... Uh, Mitchell's? Mitchell's, yeah. Good stuff. Is Alexander Brovinchkin. What's up? <laughs> All right. I'm kind of confused on this one, man. Hockey. Alexander Ovechkin. I don't know him. You don't, want, you don't follow hockey? I do, but not... He's a, he's a little up. bit of an older cat. I believe he's okay. retired now, but... Um, oh. You know, I was always a Philadelphia Flyer fan. With the, you're not even you, you John McClair. Um, you weren't a. Well, Ferguson? I guess back in the day there was no um, Ohio team. Uh. Uh-uh. So. Yeah, that's why I always feel, uh, followed Philly. Okay, because that's yeah. the closest squad. Well, Chicago. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. Didn't know. I, feeling them so I much. Know. I always liked Philly, man. It's but back. yeah, Stanley Cup just finished. Um. I'll so take it. I like hockey, I man. Kind of had to get in. <laughs> Those guys know, are legit, man. You know, kinda, dudes. Kind of had to get this. Yeah. Um, I never realized how athletic hockey players were until I went to my first hockey match. You mean them going full speed on skates and stopping on a dime? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It, and you can even go in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No joke. Let alone forwards or backwards. Oh, and then not get decapitated. Yeah. No joke. And then you, know, you see those, uh, there's always that one when those sports nightmare episodes come up where that goalie gets his jugular slashed and lucky for him. One of the, um, the linesman was a former army medic in Vietnam and basically saved that guy's life while there's a pool of blood on the ice. Yeah. Yummy stuff. Yeah. I mean, I played soccer. It's basically the same thing. Minus um, yeah. violence. And of course, <laughs> Jenna Fisher, our director of social media and, and hustler hustler of all sorts and killer of vibes. <laughs> That'd be your game of Thrones name. Mm, Jenna killer of vibes. Well, Queen of which, Westeros. Which kingdom would you be? Or would you be the ace kingdom? King, no, she'd be King's Landing. She's gone. <laughs> night, night. Wow. <laughs> Sorry if you haven't seen that. Oh yeah. Hopefully we didn't ruin that for anybody. Probably did. Cause I know someone that's in her. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, it's someone that hasn't like, yeah, that, up listen, that listens to our show. Oh, regular. Sorry. 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 My bad. Spoiler alert. Did you, uh, were you a big game of Thrones dude or? Yeah. Yeah. That's all he talks about. It was what? No, I'm on, I'm on new shit now, Mo. It was, how many seasons was it? Eight. Okay. So I didn't start watching it until season seven. Oh, um, yeah, cause my was... daughter, we were getting ready to go to Jamaica and like the, did you go back? I, I have since then, but, yeah. um, missed a lot. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of stuff that didn't make sense, obviously picking up in season seven, but we were about to go on a vacation and my yeah. daughter was, was upset because she thought she was going to miss the episode, but uh-huh. I had it on my, um, I had that direct TV now on my tablet. So she watched it in the airport. So she was okay with it. And then I was watching it with her and I was asking her a ton of questions. She was just like, dad, <laughs> dad, just go watch all the episodes. I'm like, okay, well, cool. How many seasons are there? And she's like seven. I'm like, well, how many episodes per season? She's like, I don't know. Was it like eight? No, 10 or 12. Ten. So yeah. So then, then begin the rabbit hole. And luckily I had that year break Yeah. to go catch up on everything. So it was actually a little bit more interesting watching it almost like a star Wars style where I saw the end of the story and then went back uh, to the beginning. So it helped me see things sooner. It made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Things made yeah. Su- sense faster because I could connect some of the dots from the little bit of information that I had. Yeah. Uh, Allie put up a new show, the last kingdom and I binge watched that on Netflix. What's that about? Um, uh, basically it takes place and it's, uh, they're trying to form England. Uh, they're like the very early stage of that. And you have these Danes who, have taken ships over uh-huh. and invaded this territory 
and they're a constant conflict with the Danes or the Danes are a constant conflict with the, the, the Christian okay. uh, people. And, um, so this is post Roman days and, um, it's freaking awesome. I literally watched it's, I think it's 10 episodes. Mm. So I watched like 30 hours of it. <laughs> <laughs> dude. And like in less than two weeks, and this is Netflix. Yeah. It's so, awesome, dude. They're so, getting ready. Season four is getting ready to come out. And what's it called again? Uh, the Lost Kingdom. Okay. Yeah, it's really, really good. I mean, it's not as nothing's going to be as as prestigious, as epic as yeah, Game, Game of, Thrones. of Thrones. But the the it's really good. A lot of fighting, a lot of battling, a lot of like um, a lot of character development, like Game of Thrones, or good character development. But like, uh, not everybody's safe. They they kill people off. And, okay. Um, like, uh, what's the zombie one where people just die randomly and people freak out? The Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is uh, it's really good, man. And I think that I'm excited. I mean, I'm glad they got picked up for season four and looking forward to it. But it sucks that I'm out of it now, so I got to <laughs> got to find something else. Yeah, I'll probably start some else. What are you watching, Jenna? Um, The Office for the eighth time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I honestly haven't had a lot of time. Um, cause once I leave here, then I have to I'm edit. S- cause she's so busy. I am super popular. <laughs> I mean, my phone's constantly going off lately, so. And why is your phone going off lately? Because I'm a hustler, Little baby. Wait, I no, just no, want no. you to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I had the brilliant idea to ask Wally from Seven Five Clothing. Um, Seven about, five, five, yeah, five, five about five. patches because I just thought it would be a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And we have like a lot of military. And I, I don't know. I guess we do have a lot of military LEO vets yeah. just across the board. You know, I think CrossFit in general. People that love America, you know, <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing. And I know like bro and you and other guys like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, I just thought it'd be a cool idea to get it. So I asked him about it and we made it happen. And now. And what happened? You what just happened? Got, got, yeah. Well, let me back this up. So uh, I got the mail today or huge. <laughs> And I get a package and I'm like, Oh, I don't order anything Yeah, from seven five. And it says seven five. I was like, Oh cool. Maybe Wally sent me something that has <laughs> Janice Fisher on it. So and you're like, Oh, huh, interesting. Yeah. Should just leave this out here. <laughs> <laughs> then I felt it and I was like, Oh, maybe these are the patches. So I brought it in. <laughs> wow. True story. Yeah. But a lot of people are wanting them. So well, no, not a lot of people. Just no, tell them. No, you tell you've just been hustling. Like we honestly, we've been waiting here yeah, for the last like hour, hour yeah. to wait for her, well, to, her side out. hustle. Uh, we already sold out of the initial order of the, yeah, the yeah. initial order. So and mine most, more. And mine most personal patches. Yeah. We, we gave those up for you guys. You know yeah. why? Because we're a podcast that cares about its listeners. <laughs> I mean, we do, but it was still funny and cheesy as shit. But. Yeah. <laughs> we're the people's podcast. But yeah, if you want one, hit me up. Yeah. Um, or yeah, hit us up. Yeah, yeah. By the time you hear this, uh, Jenna would have ordered um, another batch. Yup. And uh, yeah. You know, so, yep. Get with her. She gets. She has the price. She's she's upgraded her business model in the last hour. She's now flat, <laughs> right. do, flat. Do, because of some coaching from yeah. some business mentors. Yeah. I mean, I told you about the story where she charged nothing for her first for wedding. First wedding. Now yeah. you see what we have to work with. <laughs> But, um, and again, and I will like, remind you yeah. that this was your idea. It's okay. I just don't care if I take a loss. I just, you know, whatever. Well, I didn't initially do it for that. I know that, but you know, if, if you can make the, your money back, it's not yeah. about making money, but you want to at least cover your costs. You know, it's yeah. like pretty basic business stuff, but, um, 
Wow. Well, but speaking of business. Yeah. She's starting a new one for the One More Rep podcast. podcast. Yeah. We are going to. Well, she's she had such a good side hustle. Yeah. That we assigned. We, we just said, you know what? You're going to run with this. You know, she didn't have much of a choice, but. <laughs> Not really. Because yeah. we pay her so we can tell her what to do. Essentially. That's the only reason we pay her. <laughs> she doesn't know. Hey. So, hey, Jenna. <laughs> Basically, I just need dog tags next. No, 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 not at all. Ooh, dog tags, that might that be good. a good idea. Yeah, see? Good job, Jenna. Um, such a good girl. You're such a good girl. I can't stand you guys. But um, yeah, we're going to, yeah, bro mentioned, we, we've talked about this in the past, but we weren't really sure um, how we were going to utilize this. But we've, uh, you know, we, we've, we've kicked the can and we're going to decide to open up a Patreon account. And for those of you that aren't aware, it's basically a way that you can help support us and the show. Um, we've been doing this show for a year and a half, mm -hmm. basically. Uh, and we, we have got a little bit of uh, support from 7-5 Clothing. Yeah. Helped us out. I mean, literally, the the money between that and the shirts that mm -hmm. we've sold uh, has went and paid. The it, only thing we did, we paid Jenna. Jenna yeah. We paid some bills for, like, the hosting. Yeah, when we sponsored... Um, the vet oh, wad. Did, yeah. We sponsored vet wad, but we paid for hosting for, Oh the, yeah. For the, for the, the show. For yeah. The on show pod for being, yep. Um, but yeah, we're not pocketing it by any means. But no. I mean, I think we've occasionally bought some like cold, we brew. bought some pizza and some cold yeah. brew and some breakfast mm -hmm. from warehouse four, which Jenna has got us ostracized from, but that's a whole nother story. We can also leave Adam better tips <laughs> since you guys are all haters. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Ryan Marshall, uh, he purchased a couple patches today and he, he intentionally, uh, added a 15% tip. So that way the next time Adam comes and graces our doors, uh, <laughs> which can, would have been tonight if they weren't closed, <laughs> but he wouldn't have been here on time anyway. So. Are they closed? I think so. I think uh, they closed at nine, but go ahead. Moving on, <laughs> but moving on. Yeah. We're going to start that Patreon initiative and basically it's a way for you to help support us. Uh, cause there are expenses that come along with, uh, producing this show. Um, you know, like bro said, the hosting cost and then the cost of all the equipment that we've occurred over the past year and a half, but also, you know, we can't expect Jenna to work for free. So we do, you know, appreciate what she does for us as much as you guys might think that, you know, we're always, you know, dogging her, but you know, she is critical to what it is we're accomplishing here. All it, the social media stuff yeah. with the exception of my blurry videos is, um, well, I mean, is, is all it in his usual. Jenna, yeah. Mo's nicer than I am. Cause I really don't do shit. <laughs> it's okay. You guys think that, uh, I really care what they have to say, but I already know that the show is about me. And honestly, I only heard half of it cause I'm over here hustling. So, but that's not any different normal. Yeah. She don't even listen to our shows. See, I, I almost think sometimes like days like this, we should bring back the video so people can actually see like Jenna sitting down. Yep, as always. On Someone phone. has to do a video of us on the story. <laughs> or, sorry, you guys on the story. Mm. Uh, anyways. Mm. So, yeah. So, I think it'll help support what we have. I mean, we don't have anything, like, huge that we need. But we do have these small... Recurring things. expenses. Yeah, absolutely. And it, you don't have to do it. If you want to help us, that's cool. If not, we still love you. But yeah. um, I think there's a couple things we're going to do. If people who do donate, we're going to send small things. Like these patches. Let's yeah. say this happened... And then we do something like these patches. Anybody it, was in these random one-off things. Yeah. yeah. If, like uh, if we do another t-shirt, we'll send you one of our shirts and um, yeah. But depending on what tier you're at, you know, you'll yep. be uh, privy to more um, stuff and things for lack of a better phrase. Right. So we've actually started the first initiative. Yeah. We actually, uh, bro and I talked about this because it might just be crazy enough to work. It's going to work. <laughs> but the first initiative that we're launching 
against my better judgment, but for, <laughs> and, and, and mine as well, yes. but for the people, for the people and for the show. Yes. For the benefit of the show, because we are about the people. Yeah. As soon as we hit our $300 mark, <laughs> we're going to do one episode that is actually one, one episode that's going to actually be named and labeled as Fisher and friends. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> One donation by Jenna Fisher <laughs> for three hundred dollars <laughs> and one cent. Yeah, and uh, and then wow. she's actually also going to be the host, host of, the, of show. the show. Yeah. So this is also a very dangerous uh, slippery slope that we're going down. Yeah, we'll have we'll have different theme music, you know, the whole nine. We'll have different cover art, and it'll all be um, <laughs> F and F. I still can't say it. You know. Yeah, I'm not going to say Fisher that. Fisher and Prince. Yeah. So, um, and then with that, I mean, like I said, you know. Who, who knows if we'll ever get there or how long it takes, but um, the money will be rolled all back into the show 100%. Yeah. And yeah, whether it be for equipment or hosting, but well, Jenna, or he wants Jenna to have a new head. He, she yeah, needs yeah, a headset because yeah. she's on the old school mic. And because she sits down. That's yeah. I'll probably still sit down. We're going to get her. A, <laughs> we'll get her standing desk. There you go. We'll get yep. her at least a bar stool. Yeah. I need a better chair, like a comfier one. Yeah. Too. Cause uh, what Scott from Australia, Scott, um, <laughs> How do we pronounce it? You're going to butcher it. Scott Rulin from uh, Southwest Australia? South, Southern Australia. Southern Australia. He gave us the name, but I'll chop it up. Yeah. Um, He he was messaging while Jenna was on her hustle and we sent a picture. Which he's an organic listener. Yeah, he is an organic listener from, yeah, along with uh, that CrossFit dad, shout out, you know, to our folks down in Australia. It's funny that we think they know each other because they're both from Australia. How stupid is Because Mo's like, what if he knows the CrossFit dad? They're like I don't stupid know. Americans. Yeah. That's like, you know, when you work at the base, like, hey, oh, hey, my cousin works at the base. Do you yeah. know him? My cousin's uh, in the Air Force. No, uh, yeah. I don't know your cousin. Yeah, sorry, I don't know someone. <laughs> yeah, but that CrossFit dad and uh, Scott, if you can hook us up with some Tim Tams, I've heard wonderful, amazing things about those. That would be glorious. Since you can't send us beer. Since you can't send us beer. Or kangaroo. <laughs> I want a sloth. Seriously. If you, Me too. I want a sloth. Thank yeah. you. One the, night, I seriously watched like 15 videos of those, sloths. Those are probably like two of the things from Australia, from my understanding, that won't kill you. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if sloths are from there. I don't care where they're from, but they need to be. They can't be. They're too slow. <laughs> like, yeah, but they do that on they got, purpose. They got spiders over that would kill them. <laughs> like what? The thirty of the world's deadliest animals, or something like yeah. that, are all in Australia. Yeah. Hey, you want to come hang out? Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, you want to go swimming? Nope. nope. And you want great whites, bro. Yeah, they're down there too. Like no, they're slow because they conserve energy. If a predator comes, and then you just unload a can of whoop ass yeah, on they you. They don't move fast no matter what. Uh oh, she's fact checking it because yes. that's what she does. She yes, sits huh? on her phone. Like pacing your car when it's low on gas loss moves slowly to conserve energy as well. In fact, they move slower than any other mammal on earth. Sloths have little energy. Obviously, they've never seen me do Fran. (laughs) At their disposal for darting around at fast speeds because of their herbivorous diet. Dude. That yeah. would, if you, could you imagine if you saw a small, a sloth moving that fast? Like it would blow my mind. Like I would freak out. Here's the thing, dude, honestly, Google a sloth moving fast. No, I watched, I no, watched let me see it. Video. It's not there. I watched a Facebook video just because, okay. I they, they move at a snail's pace. Okay. Okay. Let's say I have a snail, right? And this snail is moving to conserve energy, mm-hmm. but it moves extremely fast for, for a, a snail. snail. Yeah. Okay. So in essence, what's going to happen? It's going to move. Still slow as shit. They're so cute. Once again, Jenna has no purpose in here, but good job on the Patreon and yes. the, and the patches. I'll give you prop on yeah, the patches. Absolutely. Even though you just went dope. and ripped it off our vest <laughs> to sell it. 
whatever. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, with the Patreon thing, like you said, you know, we'll be able to support um, our costs that we have here and hopefully we'll have uh, the ability to support other um, efforts like, we have like that said, log coming back up. Yeah, the uh, we want to sponsor stuff. that. We, we would like to sponsor that as well, and all of your contributions would go directly to that as well. And um, also, you know, maybe giving this one over here, the one that sits down, um, an opportunity to host a one episode, one, one single single episode of her show. But she's also said that if she doesn't get paid anymore, she's quitting. So well, that too. So well, maybe actually, you know what? Let's just screw this Patreon thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Peace. You know what? Who cares about anything else? I just want you to know one more fact about sloths. Okay. They move through water up to three times faster than they move on land. Which is nothing. Guys, <laughs> wouldn't you think it's so cute to see one swimming? It might be mildly terrifying. Why? Because so like cute. you ever seen those uh, videos of like the bears when they have the, the mange and they lose all their hair and they look terrifying. That's like me. That's like saying, hey, bro. Okay. You move three times faster when you're scared. So not at all. Okay. Right. So I'm just saying, but when you compare it to a cheetah, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. When a cheetah runs, what, like 60 Literally, you could put a snail and a sloth side by side. I'm not sure who's going to win in a race. <laughs> I don't know. Me either. But it would be three times as fast. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Facts. So in last bit of business that we have, we are going to be taking a summer break. I have some travel planned and- Shocker. Um, yeah. <laughs> you just got back. Yeah, so by the time you guys hear this, uh, I will be on a boat. I'm on a boat. Boats and hoes. I'm on a boat. <laughs> um, taking a uh, vacation with the family. Uh, probably it's one of those sad things where it might, it's, it's probably one of the last times I'll have all my kids together because they're about to start all going to college and everything like that. So, and especially with my oldest playing football, like he's basically a slave to the, to the football program. And no, I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> just take this time. Okay, I'm real with you. If you and, plan and now, it, real time with pro, if you, if you plan a family trip and you pay for your kids to go, they're going to come back. <laughs> I promise you, they're not going to say no. You know what I mean? They're not okay. going to turn, they're not going to talk about that. They're not going to turn down a, a, a free, free vacation. Free yeah, vacation. Okay. I mean, seriously, like well, that's good to know when huh? they're eating ramen noodles and shit. Like, okay. <laughs> I never even thought about that. Yeah. So, you know, but the problem is you got to pay for, you pay for them yeah, to go. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, the size of my kids, I'm going to have to take them to all inclusive joints, <laughs> especially, like I said, with the one guy, he plays a uh, division three football. He's not a small individual. So yeah, have some family time, but we will be back on the 23rd of July. Um, Jenna will be um, posting some extra stuff for you guys to take advantage of. Um, the plan is for me to be totally disconnected. So you probably won't hear from me for a while, but I will be enjoying some time in the Caribbean with fam. Um, and, uh, just kind of appreciate everything you guys do for us and listen, you know, and keep us coming back every week. So no, for sure. I think it's cool. Mo take another vision quest. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm not as concerned this time. Like when you got a military, I was kind of concerned what was going to happen to Mo. Cause he, he just didn't know he didn't have a direction. He's out yeah. there eating peyote and stuff. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on in these, these, you know, long vision quests. He's, he's grown his beard out. <laughs> Yeah, he's coming in is like I'm, I'm gonna show pictures of uh, uh before the military and after the military with my beard and people are like which one's which <laughs> I mean so no it's the curse of being Asian I can't grow facial hair. I think one thing that you know <clears throat> if we're gonna be honest, you know, when we started this, we Mo and I both said and this was pre Jenna, which this was Which pretty, wasn't long because I've been pretty much the show. Anyways, anyway, anyway. Taking rent I mean, taking picture every three months doesn't really count Lies. for anything. But, um, but we both said that 
in agreement with each other. We don't want this to ever become a, where we have to feel like we have to do it. Mm. It should be fun. It should always be, um, something we enjoy to come to do and look forward to it. And not that he's, he doesn't, but you know, transitioning out of the military he has a new job mm -hmm. and you know, he's getting overloaded at work, needs some time off and there's nothing wrong with that. And so through that time, Jenna will be posting some of our past episodes that, um, that you guys she, may that, have missed. Cause you we, may have have missed, a, we may, have a lot of new listeners yeah, that we've been absolutely. noticing. We can either have Jenna, um, pick out the thing or maybe she'll just run a poll of, top 10 and we'll, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll, you know what I mean? We'll, yeah, maybe that's something we can do. Call to action is, um, you guys, if you were introducing someone to this show, what would be the top three shows that you would tell them to or listen top to? Show. Let's go or top, top show. Okay. Yeah. We do top show. And then that way, because you know, just like Scott, we just yeah. randomly, he randomly just message us about the patches. Yeah. And, um, we've been talking to him for about an hour while Janet was yeah. over there, you know, doing whatever she's doing. And he just, uh, started listening to podcasts. He got tired of, regular radio, regular radio, having advertisements. And we were one of the first podcasts that popped up when he searched on Google, which is, that still blows my mind on the other side of the world. Like we're the first one that popped up. It doesn't blow my mind though. <laughs> Cause yeah, your goal was always world domination and, and Australia is pretty much on the other side. It so. is man. I mean, it takes me like three sleeps to get over there. So, <laughs> but no, um, I think it's cool that, you know, it sucks that, you know, we'll be off, but at the same time, it's going to get let Mo get his real life. <laughs> in order, in, a, little in order bit. a little bit. So he doesn't feel stressed and things like that because, um, and I know he would be cool with it if, if I ever needed to do that and we ain't got to worry about Jenna doing that. <laughs> well, yeah. The show goes on without me. They really don't care. <clears throat> no, we, we care. Yes, we do. It's like, we care so the much. smallest amount that you can Measurable. care for something. Yeah. We care. That's how much we care. <laughs> so with all of that out of the way, um, this episode, we are going to talk about stimulus. Um, this was something I thought about just sort of driving around um, because sometimes people don't necessarily understand um, the stimulus of a particular workout or whatever it is that your coach is programmed for you to accomplish uh, during that 60 minute window or even extra work for that matter. So that's what this show is about stimulus. Um, what is it? Why is it important? How can we maximize it and some do's and don'ts? So this is my favorite type of show because I have no idea what he's about to ask. <laughs> so literally. So just by definition, like what are we talking about when we refer to stimulus in, uh, as it pertains to a workout or a strength or anything we do inside of our respective CrossFit gyms? Well, I think it comes down to the programming. So like Fran, right? So Fran, what's the stimulus of Fran? You're trying to get through it as fast as you possibly can. Right. So you're, you're, short. You hit three, two, one, go, gas pedal. Yeah. Running in the red from, from, from the get. The rip. Yep. And so we have a prescribed Fran 95, 65, but we've also talked where, you know, if you do, let's say you have a, let's say you have a four minute Fran 95, 65, and then we take that 95, 65, and we take you down to, let's take you down to a 65 pound thruster, mm -hmm. right? For if you were doing prescribed, you have a four minute Fran, take you down to 65 pound thruster. Mm -hmm. The four minutes, when it goes down to a, a three minute or sub three mm -hmm. Fran, that changes the stimulus. the stimulus of the workout. But at the same time, you know, cause we're looking for a, honestly, if you want the true stimulus of Fran, mm -hmm. it's really a, we're trying, that should be a sub five minute 
mm-hmm. time frame if you want the true stimulus of Fran. And that means, yes, maybe I have to cut the pull-ups back or maybe I have to modify the weight. Maybe I'm down to a barbell, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Because in essence, if you want the true stimulus of Fran, you're unbroken, literally, almost all the way through. You might break at uh, some point on the 15s mm-hmm. uh, on the pull-up just to, um, or, or the thruster. Mm-hmm just to make sure you do your pull-ups unbroken or vice okay. versa. But other kind than that, saving a little bit, just saving a little more. bit because you want the nines unbroken. Okay. Right. Or an absolute hundred percent stimulus would be unbroken all the way, all the through. way through. Yes. So for those non-crossfitters out there, cause I know we have a handful of you. So Fran is a benchmark workout that we use. Um, and it's uh 21, 15, nine of thrusters and pull-ups. Yep. Um, 95 pounds, oh, yeah, 95 pounds for men, 65, 65 for women. women. Yeah. Once again, they get the advantage, but go ahead. <laughs> But, uh, but at elite levels, like CrossFit games, athletes, we're talking like two, yeah, yeah. 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. They're going unbroken. Well, well, not 90 seconds, but yeah, <clears throat> a, oh, su- sorry, two, a, a, a sub two, sub two minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're going hard. They're going unbroken and they're just basically just the only transition is going from the bar to the pull to, to the weights, mm-hmm. you know, th- there's no break or no rest or any, any area in between like that. But if you get under three, that's really solid in my opinion, like two thirty and under mm-hmm. that's definitely, you're, you're feeling, you're feeling Fran. <laughs> okay. So, and I'm you, not saying, but I'm not saying you don't feel Fran if you do it in seven, minutes, yeah. in seven minutes. I'm not saying you don't feel it, but the actual stimulus, what you're trying to get, it definitely think, take that seven minute Fran and see how that feels. And then imagine it being three times worse. Yeah. Cause we, that's, that's what it will be in a third of the time. Right. Yeah. If you're doing a third of the time, if we take your, your reps down. So stimulus, yes. Matters on the uh, workout mm-hmm. and what the programmer is trying to get out of that. So for that one in particular, you're just like, like bro said, is go, you know, gas pedal down, going all out max effort, mm-hmm. the goal to go unbroken at that 95 pounds or, or 65 pounds. So, so I will give you an example. If we have grace, um, so we're looking at grace that really it's which, a, which is a, a 30 clean and jerks, 135, 95. Okay. Um, we want that under two minutes mm-hmm. as a true stimulus. Okay. But I'll, in class, I may set a four or five minute cap. Okay. That means everybody is going to get under that and we will modify everybody to get them under that as well as we can. So right? you, you would, you'll adjust the weight. So that way yes. everybody in the class, even if you can clean and jerk 135, that's cool. doesn't mean you can do, do it, it in four 30, minutes yeah. in, in four minutes, 30 times. So we may say we take you to 115. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, now you're connecting a big set of like 12 to 14 hitting singles or mm-hmm. hitting a couple another sets and then going to singles. Like now you're feeling the, the lungs, the legs, the, the burn, the, the, the grip, okay. you know, like, you know, it's just, that's what you're going to do. So that's how I would adjust the stimulus as in a class setting. Okay. So you just said a second ago, just because you can do the 135, you might necessarily assign someone that 135. Why is that? Well, I mean, I do it in class quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll have a workout. Let's say it, it is a lighter load. Like, um, let's say we have 115 pound uh, full snatches, which is very, very light in here for, mm-hmm. for men, for guys, yeah. 75 for women. And I'll say, okay, Hey, this is prescribed one fifteen seventy five. Understand that just because you can do that, the people who are snatching one fifteen for men have a, you know, a two fifty snatch. Okay. So, so that's they're, well under, they're still doing the one fifteen, mm-hmm. right? So understand that just because you can do the prescription doesn't mean you should do the prescription. And the fact that if your max is one, you know, 55 or one forty-five, mm-hmm. and 
you can do 115, mm-hmm. you, you're going to lose the integrity and the stimulus of the workout because the barbell- that, that hard and heavy. That barbell is going to be resting a lot more than it should. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's say it's 80% of your max and everybody else it's 40 mm-hmm. or 30% of mm-hmm. their max, right? Or whatever it may be. So- so Jenna, for you, 50%. you know, you're a routine, uh, high-performing athlete, you know, do most, do, <laughs> sorry. Oh you okay? No, I'm just choking on my bourbon. <laughs> it definitely was not Jenna about, about Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're what I, you're what I would consider an RX athlete. Now, if, do, so doing Fran prescribed, <laughs> how much more challenging would it be for you to do Fran underloaded? So like if, if bro gave you an empty barbell instead of a, a loaded barbell at 65, I just have to go faster. Well, you're going to go faster, obviously, but how much more, <clears throat> how much more painful is that going to be for you? Because you can go that much harder, that much quicker. I don't know if it'll affect her, but go ahead. I honestly don't know. either. Yeah. So what, what about maybe something like grace or, or just like if you, um, if you have a high end athlete and you um, go ahead and just like strip down the weight significantly, like how much more is that going to put, that person, you know, in a painful situation or in a, in a more taxed situation. Go ahead. I feel what, like the number think? would have to increase, not really. Not maintain the same. Not, yeah. Because, uh, because I feel like, I mean, it would be faster for sure, mm-hmm. but like Fran's already pretty like light okay. and I feel like fast anyways. I don't really know how to explain it. I just don't feel like I would feel like totally different. I feel like I'm going to die every time anyway. So. Well, I think she'll cycle 65 as well as she would 35. Okay. Maybe a hair faster. Okay. So that weight, that load isn't enough to where that would Mm -hmm. make a difference for them. No. And I think that's actually a really good point. I don't know what direction you're going with. And if this is the direction, that's pretty good. I think that, um, meaning maybe the, the, the stimulus is really met for people that don't go prescribed on a regular basis. Okay. Uh, like, you know, everything, okay. you know, they don't, they don't come in and prescribe five days a week. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because if I take Jenna down to a 35 pound barbell, she still can only cycle it so, so, fast, many, so, so fast. fast, right? Okay. So let's take like a high end, like intermediate athlete. They, like you said, they probably can do the 95 pound thrusters. Well, what's your friend? We've talked about this. I, I, I do mine at 75. Okay. You do seven, you 75, know your time? Four, about four minutes. Okay. Four minutes. So yeah. this actually, this is probably pretty, pretty. Yeah. If I'm doing, exactly it, if I'm doing it 95, I'm probably like right around 10 minutes. Okay. Just because it's just, well, it's hard and my, I can't cycle my pull-ups. So this is another <clears> thing. So most struggles with pull-ups, but how, how are 95 or how 75 pound thrusters? Oh, you? they're, they're fine. Okay. Yeah. Just a matter of just getting through them, you know, just making sure my breathing's but right. But you could cycle 55 much faster than oh, 75. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good comparison is the, the weight difference, 20 pounds, the Mo is significant to where it will affect his cycle rate okay. to be faster. Jenna's and your Tony, uh, Kara, Angie, mm-hmm. like people who are regularly RXing things, mm-hmm. it's not going to affect, they're already doing them unbroken and okay. they're already doing them extremely fast. Like they're doing the first set of thrusters and pull-ups and probably the 21s at one minute or mm-hmm. less. Okay. For both. So then for someone who's working to get to that level, how will underloading benefit them in terms of achieving that stimulus or you know, what's the benefit to not going RX? Right. So a 10 minute Fran for you, mm-hmm. right. Compared to a um, four minute, mm-hmm. save six minutes. You're, it's, you're not you're not going to get that same, the Fran cough, the Fran lung where you just okay. can 
like you're literally yeah, I'm usually, I, I'm usually in the bathroom immediately afterwards at 75 pounds. But even like on your way home, like you're just like, still, <laughs> oh, several, oh, a couple hours. I'm yeah, still Yeah, you coughing. take a deep breath in, right? And yeah. it's like the itchy, burning itchy, feeling itchy, in, yeah, in, throat, your, in yeah. your throat. You, you may not have that. Honestly, if you do it at 95 pounds, I doubt you have it. Well, because I'm resting essentially exactly, because I can't cycle the, the 95, 95 pounds mm-hmm. yeah, for, for 21 straight. Yep. And that's, and that's the thing is like, you're, you're going to have built in rest to whereas when we take you at 75, your rest is literally the barbell's not sitting on the floor near as long. Correct. Your pull-ups, you know, whatever you're a big guy and mm. it's not going to, those aren't going my to pull-ups are my pull-ups. Right. Yeah. But you're going to get the intensity on the, on the, on less the barbell, thrusters, which is going to remove a lot of your time. Obviously, you know, four to four to 10 minutes, six minutes is that's, that's a huge, shit. you could almost do, do it again. Friend. Yeah. You can do it again. Right. You can no, do no, no, that. <laughs> We're going to test this guys. We're going to have, <laughs> we'll, we'll do a live documentation. Uh, wait 60 seconds and then yep. do it again. Yes. No, who said you get a break? As soon as you go, hit go the, back up the yeah, ladder, as soon as you hit that last nine, that ninth pull up, <laughs> go over again. the bar. No, you're going over I'll the go bar. Back to 21. Yeah. Okay. So give me another workout where we could kind of like play some voodoo math with this, like moving the bar. So we're talking Fran, that's like hot and heavy, you know, mm-hmm. put the pedal to the metal. So what's like another workout that a benchmark that that's a little bit longer that maybe where we, we because let, let's say a Metcon type where the goal is to work for a longer duration. Cindy. Okay. And Cindy is, uh, five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats, 20 minute AMRAP. Okay. So, so we're looking for a, a fit athlete around 16, 16 rounds, 18 rounds, 16, okay. 18 rounds plus. Okay. So that's roughly, but I've seen, I've seen people do 24. Jesus. Right. So that's, it's, <laughs> that's, it's usually a male or a smaller female. Okay. Like doing around a minute over. Okay. Yeah. So, um, just to give you an example, I think, you know, you, you get into 18 plus, Cindy, mm-hmm. 18 to 24, you're, you're, you're on the 1% okay. of athletes. So, so what is a normal expectation for, uh, your GPP everyday cross 10 plus 10 plus. Yep. Okay. So how we, how, how, can, we, we how can you play with this? Absolutely. So, uh, that's actually a really good. It's all one. body weight, all body weight. Yeah. But what gets people is the pushups. Okay. So, uh, 10 pushups, even get even your, I mean, it will even get Jenna at one point when you start getting deep into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yep. You, you know, you're resting a lot more on the last five, you know, you're always banging out three mm-hmm. rock back, hit two or three rock back, hit two or three rock yeah. back. And then you're finishing it up on the, on the back end of this. Okay. So we would take 10, I would take it down to five. Okay. So once again, you're getting less time to rest, mm-hmm. right? So you're, you're banging out literally the first 12 rounds, you're going unbroken, say in your, in your pushups now, mm-hmm. cause you're only doing five or mm-hmm. say your first 10 is 50, 50 pushups. You can do that over a broad, a 10 minute period. Over, yeah. Right. So cause, you, cause you're quote kind of resting that mm-hmm. group of yep. muscles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I would take their, their pushups down. And I guarantee once you get into, now you're going to feel what Cindy's like when you're in that, you know, 15th round of your, of your 15 uh, air squats. Yeah. So now you're, you're really feeling the burn on the air squats because those are still fast tempo. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, you could also, you could also, you could literally take Cindy 5, 10, 15 and go like 3, 5, 10. Mm-hmm. And you do 3, but five, you're still putting the pedal yes. to the metal. You do 3, 5, 10. Yes, you're modifying the workout. That's but, okay. But you're going to get into that 15th round, mm-hmm. you know, plus. And it's going to be so much faster because you're going to come off the rig, right? Into the, you know, when we do Cindy, we haven't done that. We should redo that. You <laughs> sorry, come, sorry, sorry, team excess. Yeah, you come off. The, they'll probably appreciate it. You do much worse things. 
uh, you come off the rig, you're really, a lot of people are diving right from the right rig. They're into falling the, into their pushups. Okay. Like one, two, three, they're doing 10 yeah. pop, you know, doing like a fucking burpee yeah. coming up, pop, they go right in yep, the squat. Yeah. Marking, marking their chip right back up five falling down, right mm -hmm. up. And you'll be getting that rhythm and that'll mm -hmm. be fast. Now, overall you, you may, you're going to do more reps because even though you're doing less reps, you're going to do more because you're getting deeper into okay. it, but you're going to have this stimulus because you're quote resting mm -hmm. of sorts. You're going to have this, the big stimulus of up, fall down, right into it, right into the air squats, mm -hmm. pop up, mark your chip, go, go and go to the next, yep. just rinse and repeat. So you're going to get over one round per minute for the mm -hmm. first 10 minutes okay. in essence. So are there any other kind of workouts where we can kind of do some playing with the numbers that kind of fall into this? Like, how do you still achieve the stimulus for a, your average everyday CrossFitter versus your prescribed CrossFitter? Anything come to mind? Um, let's see. I'm having a freaking brain fart. It's one of my favorite ones. Um, deadlift, uh, handstand pushup. Diane. Diane. Yeah. Jeezy Pete. I love that one. Uh, Diane. Okay. So one. that's a good one because yeah. it's like opposite, you know, yeah, you got, opposing you got, forces. Yeah. Good little push pull uh -huh. combination there. Um, but once again, and I'm sorry, Diane, 21, 59 deadlifts, 225, 155. And handstand push-ups. Push okay. So deadlifts. Um, a lot of people can deadlift quite a bit of weight. Mm -hmm. Diane's one hundred percent unbroken on the on the on deadlifts. The okay. And you're doing literally one deadlift per second. So you're finishing deadlifts in about 20, 20 seconds of the twenty ones. Okay. Turn around, right the handstand push up. Pick it up, just put it down, pick it up, put Once it again, down. Once again, handstand push-ups is what's going to get people, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say your max is two seventy five, you're not going to to do 225 unbroken all the way through. It's just impossible, right? Mm -hmm. That math doesn't work. But we take you down to 185, okay. right? For male. Now you're now you're going unbroken. Because mm -hmm. even though it's that's a very, very, very light deadlift and it's easy to cycle, you feel just a little bit. It's nothing crazy, but it's usually the handstand pushups that get people. Because yeah. you're talking under four minute di uh, for Diane. Okay. So, and then you would take your handstand pushups. Once again, we would modify it to where, hey, you know, let, can you, how many handstand pushups can you do in a row? I'm about 10 or 12. Fuck, let's do, let's do 15 your first set. So 15, 12, nine on your handstand pushups. Okay. Then that way you have that. You're still getting, you're the coming off the yeah. wall, right to deadlifts unbroken, right to handstand pushups. You're going to maybe break that middle set mm -hmm. of uh, 12, six, six deadlifts, nines. So are there any other workouts that come to your mind, Jenna, when you think about like something that maybe as you were coming up that you struggled with and wor worked with these different partitioning schemes to try and help you improve on a particular workout or. I mean, I've had to take steps back, I guess. Um, but with your injuries for, and stuff or, yeah, or just in order to, you know, I mean, to increase, increase your performance. I mean, I guess so like instead of doing, so I can't do handstand walks very well as everyone knows. So instead of doing, so instead of doing like a 25 foot unbroken handstand walk, I would take like the feet down and not, or not do it unbroken and just work on trying to do that instead of like modifying it some other way, I guess. Okay. But I don't know, I guess for weight stuff, I don't really. That makes sense though. Cause we just did this yeah. uh, yeah, a couple of days ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was supposed to be a 25 foot handstand walk, but well, for, it was 20. Okay. Well, she was, we took it down to 10 unbroken. Mm -hmm. Right. And, or no, took it 10 total. It had to be five minimum, five foot unbroken each time. 
and the amount that it took her to do 10 would take what it, someone's good <sighs> okay. to take tw- I see what to you're do saying. 20 foot. So yeah, she's only doing instead of punishing her. Well, she would be stuck Yeah, and she would literally, she wouldn't be going into the double unders fatigued. Her arms wouldn't be as fatigued. Okay. Cause when you're sprinting through a, so a 20 foot handstand walk, you're talking like it's pretty significant. Six seconds, eight seconds mm-hmm. for someone who could handstand walk or under 10 seconds. So mm-hmm. we you want to get her in the same stimulus where she's doing handstand walk, double unders, handstand walk, bike, whatever, okay. you know, so she's literally boom, 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 Keep boom. moving forward. Yeah. Instead, I struggle more with like gymnastic stuff. So if I was to like modify something or to, to work on it, it would probably be more gymnastics than. Than like weight. weight. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess because I've been broken. <laughs> Maybe wait too, but I feel like, or I would do like a power clean instead of a, like a full clean, but I feel like that's not really the same thing. No, it's more same. like for the handstand walking, like mm-hmm. gymnastics stuff. Okay. So why is it important to understand the, I guess the value or the necessity of stimulus as it pertains to a specific workout? Because if, if you're doing a 10 minute frame, and stimulus is supposed to be five or less. Um, and you're, and you're tripling that. How do we, how do we become fit? All right. There's a lot of times, a lot of ways to test fitness, you mm-hmm. know, broad time, <clears throat> you have the broad time. Then you have, uh, your, uh, your short intermediate type workouts. So we're talking like a 10 to 15 minute AMRAP, uh, a longer workout is going to be 20 plus AMRAP. And then something that is a, you know, eight minute or less time route. Okay. Give me an example. We did uh Monday. We did a workout. It was, it's a 35, 40 cow bike. It's 40, 40, 40 cow bike. <laughs> like 50, off the rip. Yep. Buy-in. Yep. 50 wall balls. Okay. No, it was 25 for me. It's for guys. Huh? You went up that much. I did 25. 35. Calories. No, it was 25. It was 35. Me. It was 35 for guys. 35, not 40. Okay. Whatever. 35 cow bike for guys, um, 50 wall balls. Then we did 30 toes, to bar. 30 toe to bar. And it was a nine minute ca- cap, but with the remaining time. So the first three elements, as soon as you finished your 30 toe to bar, that mm-hmm. was for time. Okay. The remaining time of the nine minutes was max burpee over the box jumps. Okay. So we've taken our fitness now, right? So, Hey, Mo, you can do 50 wall balls, right? Mm-hmm. But can you do them in under two minutes? Okay. Right? Because that's, so, so that's now, what we now need. Now you've assigned additional parameters to that right. particular task. Right. But what we're trying to do is fit a lot of fitness in a small bubble. Because okay. the first three elements are for time. So those have to be maximum effort, like you know, under a minute mm-hmm. bike is what we're aiming for, mm-hmm. right? If you really ramp it up, you can get it at 35 cows in about 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then, but you also have the 50 wall balls. We don't want to go and do five wall balls after we ramp the bike up <laughs> and break them. Right. All so up, we're yeah. looking for an under minute bike. Okay. And then the wall balls, we're looking in maybe three sets. So you're still trying to get into the red a little bit yep, but without, we can't, we without can't, flaming out. We, yeah. We can't go, we can't live in that red can't line. Go critical. Right. Because okay. it's a little bit longer the frame and there, there's no end inside except for our max effort on the end of a burpee box jump over at 2420. Mm-hmm. So we have two scores that we're fighting for, but we're taking our fitness. We're condensing it down in the first three elements. Mm -hmm. Okay. How fast can you get those first three elements done? 
then how many reps can you go with the remaining time? Mm-hmm. Faster you go, the more time you have to work on the back end. Mm-hmm. If you redline and fall off, you're going to have less time on the back end because you're going to fizz, you're going to fizzle on okay. the thirty total bar. So it's the reason we want this is because we need we can test different parameters of fitness, right? Someone who's good at short sprint workouts only, you get a twenty plus minute workout. They, they fizzle off in the end because they don't know how to, like they don't, they don't know how to they budget, don't, I guess, for lack of a they better don't know term. How to get, yeah. Game plan it. They don't know how to, okay. Game plan. Yeah. You know, if I'm doing, if I'm doing Fran, if I'm doing grace, if I'm doing Isabel, mm-hmm. these are zero to hundred mile an hour right after rip. I'm mm-hmm. done. Right. And, um, as soon as it sucks really, really bad, I'm typically right at the very end of it. Okay. But you go into a 20 minute AMRAP and we're trying to get something where you're trying to get 10 plus rounds on that. Right. So basically around every two minutes, mm-hmm. um, if you come out that same intensity and you get the first, <laughs> you get the first two, you get the first two rounds done in under yeah. three minutes, you're going to have hell to pay on the back end of that 20 minute like, AMRAP. Like, like that right? meme where the guy has a totally distressed face is like when you realize it's not a, um, for time, it's an AMRAP. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the, um, it's good ways to test fitness. So we need the stimulus of both, right? We don't want to on a, on Fran, we don't want it to take 10 minutes. Okay. Cause the stimulus okay. we're trying to test is that short z- window. Yeah. That, that, that sprint workout, that was what you would call it. That test is your capacity as an athlete. How mm-hmm. much fitness can you fit in the shortest amount of time possible? Okay. When that actually goes like the, the more fitness you can fit in a smaller window, your fitness goes up. Okay. Right. Cause well, you can do more work in a shorter mm-hmm. duration. Then when you have a 20 minute AMRAP, okay, plus and we're, we're very notorious for running 25 to 28 to 32 to 35 minute ones in here. Mm-hmm. We're trying to develop your, your fitness over a broad time in order to build capacity. Meaning over the 25 minute AMRAP, let's say we do 350, 400 wall balls. Mm-hmm. We've done that, right? We'll have a hundred wall balls and people are getting into their fourth round of wall balls. So they're in 350 plus wall balls. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. Right. So we're building our capacity to be, when I have 350 wall balls, then when I have 50 that I got to do right after a bike, yeah, it's nothing because we, because we you, built, you become we, accustomed to that. Right. You, you I, built that into I your I can training. do 350 wall balls. How many people can say that? They don't mm-hmm. even know. Cause most people don't even test the that most. They, the most they usually yeah. test is 150. 150 that's against yeah. Karen. Yeah. And so, you know, you build that threshold up and then what I do is, I'll build that up and then I will run a Karen. All right. And just to yeah. see, just to measure it because that's a measurable mm-hmm. goal. Absolutely. Karen or, being 150 wall yep. balls for time. Or I'll run a workout that is, it'll say, say it's six rounds and it's 25 wall balls unbroken each round. Mm-hmm. Right. How many people struggle with 25 unbroken wall balls? Throw your hand up. I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, when do you, when does it start getting hard for you? At about 15 to 18. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's try to go to 12 every single round unbroken. And I don't care if you don't hit the 25 because guess what? Their stimulus is going to be the same. Okay. Meaning the same with double wonders. If we have a set of unbroken double wonders and it's 50 for Jenna, okay. 50 double wonders for her is 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we got, what's your, how's your double wonders? And they're okay. Okay. So is 50 unbroken a lot for you? I could probably do that for one round. Okay. Yeah. So if we have someone like Mo where we have one round, it's 50 double wonders unbroken every round, but we know we're going to get six rounds out of it because mm-hmm. we're aiming for 300 dubs. Well, we don't want him to do 50 and then not get it. And then again. flame out the right. rest of the So workout. I'd probably say, Hey Mo, is 30 really challenging for you every time? 
No, but I really have to focus on them. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. I want Mo, his 30 double unders compared to Jenna's 50. We're only talking about three seconds, four, three to five, five seconds of separation additional work, yeah. of additional work that Jenna's doing, but he's going to now pay the penalty. If he trips up at 29, he's yeah. going back to zero. But we know that if he goes back to zero, he has the, capa- I have the time to recover. He has the capabilities of okay. hitting that 30 set. Same with Jenna. If she shows up at 49, whatever, she takes it out. She's going to be pissed, but mm-hmm. she'll do the 50. So in essence, she's doing a hundred, you're doing 60, but you have the capability too. But if it was 50 and you keep tripping up at 35, 36, 35, now you're a hundred fucking 50 double hundreds. And I'm, in. And I'm starting to get frustrated and I'm well, losing focus. Well, you're 150 double hunters in, man. Yeah. And you're in round two. You still have another 200, 300 to double. Go, yeah. yeah. 200 double hunters to go. Yeah. So okay. that's how we could kind of adjust it. But that's why we, the stimulus is important on that. Okay. So kind of for those coaches out there, cause I know we have quite a few, how do we as coaches make these modifications intelligently? Mm. Because I can see how that could be a bit of a struggle, you know, especially if you're a newer coach and you're used to seeing what's on the whiteboard or what's Evan sugar wad when you have your coaches meetings, you're like, okay, this is what we're doing, blah, blah. And you're new to coaching and you're not quite sure how to partition Mo versus Jenna in the same workout. Like what are some, I don't know if there's like rules of thumb or like common practices, but I I think probably starts off with having a conversation. Like you were just saying like, Hey Mo, how many double unders can you do? Yeah. Let's say we're at the whiteboard and we'll just use the double under one because we use this a lot. What we just have, we have 50 unbroken. No, what was it yesterday? hundred. We had, uh, we had hundred double wonders each start of each round. And there was literally, you did 300 double wonders. Okay. So I'd be like, all right guys. So we have 100 double wonders. We had 12. Sh- this is our workout yesterday. It was hundred double wonders, 12 shoulder overhead, 225, 160, mm-hmm. four rope climbs. Ooh, okay. man. hundred double wonders. Okay. <laughs> then we have nine shoulder overhead at 245, oh, went one, 170, okay. two, 170, four rope climbs. And then the third round we have hundred okay, so double wonders. We have, uh, six shoulder overhead at 255, 175. And then we ended with four rope climbs. It was a 24 minute time cap. Weight goes up. Weight climbs goes go up. down. Uh, no, climbs stay four, oh, four, stay four. four. Okay. The reps go down in the shoulder overhead, 12, okay. nine, six, hundred double wonders. So we have 300 double wonders is what we're looking at. Okay. All right. Who here struggles with 100 double wonders one time? Yeah. <laughs> right. And then hands go up. All right. So what's, I was like, what's your biggest set you've ever hit? I'm broken. He's like, I can constantly do about, you know, 20, 20 to 25 maybe, but I fall off on the back end of 300. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and let's just cut your down to 75. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're doing, they can, they can still hit that, but they're not going to get stuck. I don't want them stuck at the double wonders. Cause honestly, that's not the workout. Yes. It's a, a conditioning piece, Okay, but I want them to get into that next. You want element. them to be taxed going into the, the shoulder element. overhead. Okay. Yeah. And then I want them taxed from the double under shoulder overhead into the rope, rope climbs. climbs. Cause we have 12 rope climbs total. I want them to be fatigued with the arms. Cause I'm trying as a programmer, I'm trying to force people to learn how to use their legs. When your arms don't work, you'll you, find, and you're going to fall from something. You'll yeah, figure your way, legs out. You'll figure a way to use your legs so, to, to yes. help you from not dying. So we talk about you getting good footholds in here. Like when you're in a fatigue state, mm-hmm. make sure your footholds are secure. So when you go up the rope, you use less of your arms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we talk about that. Okay. So who struggles with even connecting any double wonders and we'll get like two or three hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So how many can you do unbroken? Uh, one. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have a long fucking workout yeah. is what we say. Yeah. Like you're screwed, yeah. right? No, <laughs> here's what I want. So 
What I want you to do is since we're still learning the skill, we have 100 double unders. I want you to look at the clock. You have two minutes of double under attempts, attempts okay. and attempts and or double unders. doesn't matter how many you get. I want you to work at that for two minutes because okay. you're in the process of still learning that skill, that skill, right? Okay. So now I've put them on a cap. And, and the only cure in the only remedy for double under is practice is, is double unders. Right. Yeah. We don't, we don't do singles in here. Yeah. The only time we do singles in here, I've had maybe five people ever is if they can't do a single, that's okay. it. If they cannot do a single under, I can't, cannot ask them to do a double under. Yeah. They have to learn how to do the single, but trust me, as soon as that is good to go, then the, the, they're, they're double unders. Okay. We do not do singles. We do, we do attempts and you will attempt them. I don't care how many times you whip yourself. Mm -hmm. if, if you don't want to whip yourself, you learn how to do double unders. <laughs> pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, um, so I've taken how long does a hundred double owners take for me? I'm broken 50 seconds for mm -hmm. a set 50 seconds. If I choose to do that. Right. But I know as the workout progresses, there's a price to pay for that. There's as the workout progresses, then I'm going to actually know that, okay, it's probably gonna be about 90 seconds to do these double wonders each time, mm -hmm. but I don't want them to look up there and have to do math. I'm going to round it okay. up. I'm going to do two minutes and they need the practice anyways. So, Hey guys, six minutes of your workouts actually going to be double wonders. What's that mean? You got to pick it up in these other two elements because mm -hmm. we need that time. Okay. We have to have that time because that's your, that's what you have to use. I don't care if you're, it's your last round and you only have one minute left. You're doing, you're doing the two minute. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing the rest of double wonders. Okay. So. so how can we as athletes maximize this? The, the, with what you've said is in terms of like, whether it be adjusting reps or weight, like how can a, developing CrossFitter utilize what we're talking about here to maximize their fitness. They got to trust your coaches, like understand that, you know, well, communicating with their coaches probably too is, 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 is a piece of it. Yeah. Because let's say, um, you know, I want to back that up again because okay. a lot of times I hear this, it's a cop out in my opinion. I'm seeing it more and more on social media with these, like these vlogs and things like that, that, you cannot get, you know, your athletes, you can't get a lot out of them because you don't have time to do all these modifications. Like you can't go through all these athletes and get all their modifications at the whiteboard. There's no time to do it. And, you know, Stu does this huge thing. Listen to this stuff. It drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wouldn't have made that comment if you're faced in like, <laughs> well, who does this? He does this a lot. He doesn't believe that athlete or uh, the group coaching model, the group coaching model. They shouldn't be doing stuff that we do in here on a daily basis. Cause he says it can't be done. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, bro, it, it's done every single day in here. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to do it that way. And that's the fact that if you don't want to do it that way, that's fine. But don't tell me something I do every single day where I can literally get a modification for 300 double unders. I can look at a group of 15 people and, and I can, and I can get, need. and yeah. I can get out of two questions who here struggles with mm -hmm. doing a hundred double unders one time hands go up. Okay, guys, how many can you do? Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. so I'm done. And I'm done with that under 40 seconds of communication. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, who struggles with getting, uh, connecting double unders? Boom. Next hands go up. How many can you do? Boom, boom, boom. I got three people because mm -hmm. out of 15 people in a class, not all 15 are, are going to be able to rock a hundred double I'm, unders. Well, all 15 yeah. aren't going to, aren't going to struggle with double unders either. So okay. I could have I could have five people who have no problem. Okay. So now I have 10 people. You put them over to the side. Yes. Yeah. Those guys are already doing it prescribed. You, okay. Who struggles with a uh, hundred one time? Boom. There's my first group. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's what I want you to do. Let's take it to 75 or how many can you do in broken? 35, 50. So, okay. I want you guys to do 75. You'll get there. I know it might be a challenge for you, Mo, but mm -hmm. you can get there. They're done. I got now in, in under 90 seconds. 
I've literally taken the workout and I've now made it possible. You've customized it for that individual. For, yeah, and 15 people. And it, and he's not rocking 30 people in a class, 40 people in a class. And even if he was, you could still kind of layer it to where you can make this happen for everybody. And I, I really drives me nuts where you, people like him, and it's not just him, other people saying you can't make this happen. The group fitness model, you cannot get the most out of them uh, through a hard training regimen and get the modifications appropriately without spending. He thinks you have to spend 15, 20 minutes doing these modifications. And mm -hmm. I just literally took a class of 15 under two minutes. You're telling me taking an additional two minutes, I'll make my workout. If it's a 24 minute cap and I'm programming this shit out, I'll make it a 22 minute cap. So I have just, the two damn minutes. Just to account for that. Why wouldn't I? Because now I'm going to get the most out of every single person. They're, the people who suck at double wonders are still trying to they're learn the skill. They're still going to get coaching, it. Yeah. The people who have double wonders, but you know, can't do the high volume of 300, they're still going to hit and get in the threshold where they're, their shoulders are fatiguing at 50 or their shoulders are fatiguing at 40. Where, and that's fine. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we want. Jenna's aren't really fatiguing until she's a probably at the 150 plus mark, mm -hmm. right? That's when she'll start feeling it. They're going to get the same thing. And I did all this in under two minutes. Now you're telling me it can't be done. Well, the hell it can't. In my opinion, it's a cop out and with the direction of CrossFit and unfortunately where it's going. Care, care but, let, it's but, not, but where do we have the, the 25 gallon drums of antifreeze in all these workouts? Right. <laughs> I don't know. They took it off social media. <laughs> oh, they did? Oh, yeah. They don't have social media <laughs> right. anymore. Yeah. Shows you how much I look at yeah, but CrossFit social media. That's the thing. I think it's a cop out. And I think it's a sad direction of where some gyms go. They are taking, they're telling these people what they want to do. No one wants a snatch is what they say. No one wants to do Olympic work. They're intimidated by it. Mother I, I was one of those people. I was like, I don't want to do all this Olympic crap. And now it's like, I really look forward to when we have Olympic work because it's, 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 it's not something I'm comfortable with, but it's something I like to work on improving because now I have an opportunity for like brain adaptations and just, it's kind of cool. You know, my neighbor saw me doing some, uh, I think I had to do like two minute, uh, clean and jerks for time or something. And my neighbors were like, they, I could see them in the driveway and they were like kind of looking at me like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is he doing? That's when you flex on them. And they're talking to me and like, I can't talk because I'm trying to get as many reps yeah. <laughs> as I possibly can in two minutes. And but I want to take, let, yeah. imagine if I took that from you though. Okay. You come into my, I would, I would never know. Right, you yeah. come into my gym and I'm saying, Mo, you don't want to snatch. And it's just, and I would have agreed with you back then. Right. You yeah. don't, you don't want to do it. You won't like it. It's dangerous. So, yeah. Like you can, it's prone to injury. It's just, it takes a lot, you know, and you're like, Oh yeah, that looks crazy. I don't yeah, want to do that. I agree with you. Now yeah. I take it. I take that away from Mo. Okay. Mm -hmm. What does snatch teach? It teaches, uh, agility. It takes it, uh, precision, teaches precision mm -hmm. speed. What the hell is CrossFit? It's all, it's, it's basically <laughs> you're taking CrossFit away from, because you know what, you don't want to teach this to him because you don't think Sally from whoever needs to do a snatch mm -hmm. because she's a soccer mom and she's a stay at home mom. Now you telling me, you know her so well because she just came in that she does not want to snatch. Mm -hmm. You know how many girls that come in don't want to do barbell work when they start and then they end up loving barbell work? It's, uh, it's astronomical. I didn't want to do, I, did, I know I didn't want to do Olympic stuff because it just seemed, it was quote dangerous to me, but it was more dangerous because it was foreign because I had never high school and my early years in the military, I'd never met anybody that did Olympic lifting. You know, I just, I saw the Olympic lifting on the Olympics. So the first time I go to a CrossFit class and I'm like, okay, we're going to do clean and jerks. I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't know about all this shit. Oh, we're going to do uh, I remember the first time we did um, uh, push jerks like uh, off the blocks. I'm like, eh, no, that shit looks heavy and dangerous. I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. And now like 
those are like my, some of my favorite things to do. And, but it, would, it was almost, it had been dictated, you know, it's but, just, but it had someone. Yeah. You wouldn't have been doing it. Yeah. Had someone told me that I didn't want to do that back then. I would not have done that because my mindset was such that I didn't want to do that anyway. Someone comes in and they want to, they visit our gym. Like, Hey, do you guys really, do you guys do Olympic lifting in here? Oh no, you don't want to do that. Well, they just asked about it. So someone who's potentially so want, wanting to join about it. Yeah. They, they've seen it and they want to like, man, that looks cool. I'd like to learn it. And they come in and I'm like, ah, oh, you don't want to do that. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. It's very hard and very challenging to learn. So now I've not only told someone what they, what they want to do. I'm now telling them that they don't have the ability to learn something without I'm calling them stupid in yeah. essence, because they, they, they want to try something, but I'm pushing them away. And what would you do, Jenna, if you come in and like, or someone says you don't want to do that. Or if you go to and visit a gym and like, oh, we don't snatch here. Like before I knew or now that I know? Just both. I don't know. Before I knew, I probably wouldn't have known any. Any different. Any different. I've just been like, okay, well, there's a reason why they don't. But now I'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> but seriously, like imagine Jenna loves the barbell, mm-hmm. right? Imagine if she goes to a gym that does not. That it tells her this. You don't want to do that. We don't teach it here. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, it does sound kind of dangerous. CrossFit, it can be dangerous. So maybe they're trying to protect me. That's the mentality. In my opinion. I think inherently when someone tells you or when you put yourself in that situation, you want to believe what that person is telling mm-hmm. you because you view them as an authority figure on X. And I'm going to call bullshit on it. I just think it's people are becoming lazy. They want as many people in. Okay. And that's okay. If they want to take this direction and they want to go the, uh, they drop the CrossFit, they want to go fitness Mm -hmm. model. Okay. That's cool. If that's what you want to do, I don't give a shit. Like, do you, you do you boo. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like, you know what I mean? You do it, but you don't tell me something that I do daily in here does not work and cannot happen. And you cannot get top fitness programming in a group model. Meaning I can't improve Jenna doing our group model programming. Okay. And I can't improve Sally. Who's doing the, the, the class with her. Mm-hmm. I can't get the most out of her doing the same exact programming. They're telling me I can't progress her and I can't progress Sally that are in the same class doing the same workout. They're telling me that can't happen. I do it every single day. Cause Jenna gets, she goes up high and then the person who's just starting out, they're going to continue to progress up because the bars high, the bars where they can't touch it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're programming for everyone who's modified, then no one would ever progress really. Like how would you even know? Exactly. You would never know. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you, if you are, pro, if you're programming for your average athlete, people who are above average, they will never, it, it's They impo- won't get any better. They won't get any better. Okay. They will get better maybe in some aspects. Okay. Because they're dealing with. But then what happens when those quote, average athletes get to you, whatever your high end is, how do they excel beyond that? Their, yeah. high, their highest end athletes going to be an above average athlete. But mm-hmm. when is that ever tested? How do you ever like your high? I mean, okay, we'll say like our old gym because we would do like 65, 95, like we didn't do super heavy compared to what we do in here. But how would you ever know that you're progressing if you're, if that's how you program? Yeah. You're only, cause you're only testing benchmarks. And if you only lift you know, the max barbell you power clean is 135 or 155. And just like we talked about with old school CrossFit programming, you know, they were programming like a one by 10 deadlift, but then you'd go to a comp and they would program 
you know, 225 deadlifts, but if you've never worked at that volume, how yeah. are you going to be able to compete? Yeah. You gotta do, two, you gotta do 50 deadlifts at 225 right off the rip straight through, mm-hmm. but you're, you've only but practiced you've never, a, one, a one by 10. Yeah, if you've never conditioned yourself mm-hmm. to, yeah. to work at that volume, you're, and, but where you're going to suffer there, it's not going to be really load. It's going to be the, um, intensity mm-hmm. speed that you're moving the barbell over that time, because mm-hmm. now you're going to fit 50. You're going to try to fit that in under a three minute window and, or less and could, but your speed has to be so much faster, but yeah, I, I it just, I know we kind of went off to the side here, but it's something that frustrates me is why does everybody think they can lump in what they're doing to everybody else? I will never say everybody should do what we're doing. I'll just say, Hey, when your people come here, they're, I mean, I'm not saying this to them, but I know when people come here, mm-hmm. I can tell exactly what type of fitness they've been doing because it's, it's not even comparable. They don't have a max. They have, a, they very rarely have a max. Well, I have a three rep. Okay, cool. Well, what's your one rep? I don't know. I haven't tested it in two years. Mm-hmm. Well, how the hell can you do? Well, I do it off a of three rep. Okay. Well, that's fine. And At least you can retest that. But yeah. when's the last time you test your, retest your three reps? Six months ago. So, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. So now I've done like three cycles. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not saying everybody has to do what we do. I don't even really care. I don't care. No one want to, not many people will invest as much time. And I think that's what it gets them around to. People want to bring people, um, as many people in, get them in their door, out their door, have given them a good experience. And then that's all they care about. And they make the money. They can sell this personal training because you know why? Sally doesn't know how to do a snatch. You know why? Because you don't teach her a snatch. But you know what? She sees the competitors do it. And she was like, man, I want to try that. Oh, that's okay. Come on over here. I'm going to charge you $650 for uh, four weeks of a one-on-one training. You know, they're underselling to upsell. And I, it's a biggest, it's a biggest cop out to me as a coach, a trainer or whatever. Yes, I'm stupid. I'm naive. I could be making so much more money in personal training for drop-ins, for charging for my additional training, charging my competitive athletes X amount of dollars per month. Mm-hmm. I'm losing thousands of dollars a month. Guess what? Guess what? It's my choice. Yeah. I'm okay with it but you don't tell me what I need to do, how I need to do it. And what I'm doing can't work because I do it every day. And I'll take, I'll take my athletes who've been with me for six months or less. And I'll take them against your top athletes who've been with you years against your programming where you don't do snatch. You don't do this and you don't do that. I'll take them and you can put them head to head and they will destroy. They will destroy your athletes that are, that have been with you for five years and have been doing the same shit over and over, but they've had, you know what? They've had a great experience. Their testing numbers will be, they'll be just destroyed by yeah, our but the majority of those people will, would be unhappy. And I know that because I've had people message me and be like, they, they're like mad because they've been at a gym for so long and they can't snatch like more than 65 pounds. But then they see like, I mean, we girls, especially obviously all compare the, themselves on social media. So when they see yeah, the other people from other gyms yeah. and how much they're progressing, like I had one in particular that was exactly that and talking about snatching and just because maybe they like their gym, like it's not enough when they're still in the same spot five years later. Uh, and unfortunately, unfortunately we've got people who's been, you know, lo- long time CrossFitters and they're still not even hitting a triple digit snatch. Meanwhile, someone's been with us for under six months, hits a triple digit or body weight snatch. Like, you know what I mean? It, it can be done, but the problem is they're not getting it. Now they're looking at like, I've been doing this for 10 years or eight years and I can't even hit a body weight snatch. This person that I just seen a picture of them graduating the athlete training course, you know, four months ago has already out snatched me. Well, that's a head scratcher. Well, <laughs> 
did they, you know, magically learn how to snatch or did they get taught and they're uh, given that opportunity to do so? Yeah. For me, if I lost about 50 pounds, I could get a body weight snatch. <laughs> right now. No warm up needed, baby. Let's go. So yeah. uh, as we wrap this up, so let's talk about some do's and don'ts. Um, we've said multiple times, there's got to be communication involved and also having that relationship. So I would think off the, the first thing that comes to mind is that as far as a don't like trust your coach, if your coach says, do this weight and do this rep scheme, do that weight and do that rep scheme. Because I know Steph Varga, I apologize profusely there. I, I was rehabbing, uh, off a knee injury. And then one day I just happened to feel good. And, uh, I think, I, I don't know if I did more reps or if I did more weight. And at the end of the, uh, the workout, I was like, Hey coach, you know, I, I did this. He was like, so basically fuck me. Right. Yeah. And, and in that, like, like I said, in that moment, I was feeling good. I was moving the weight, but then when he said that, and he said it with love, you know, he wasn't like, I say it with hate, <laughs> Definitely, with hate. but you know, in that moment, and I was driving home, I was like, you know, that was really disrespectful on my part to not listen to him because that's what I pay for. But you respect him. Yeah, okay? yeah absolutely. But if you got a coach who is constantly telling you, good job, good job, good job. And you're sucking ass mm -hmm. and you know, you're sucking ass, you're doing it wrong. And like, it doesn't look like everybody else. We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. How can you trust that at that coach? But mm -hmm. yes, you know, it's, it's a thing I run into, uh, even still to this day. And I've had to talk about with our members, like, Hey man, like I told you, like, this is what I seen. I told you how to fix it. Why are you doing your own thing? Or, um, what's your max? And I'll look and they're doing, they're doing, they're supposed to be doing, when you look at the chart. yeah, they're doing I'm like, cause I, I remember numbers for some weird reason. I just don't, I don't know why. Maybe it's cause I, I want to be like, I want like to be, vind be vindictive or so I want to like get, get people like when get people. So I'm like, man, I, just, I swear they just did a, I swear they just hit a 225 clean. Yeah. And I'm looking at the barbell, we're maxing out and, and we have, um, say we have a gap from like 70 to 80% mm. and then we'll make a 10 pound 10% jump. So they do a catch weight in the middle <laughs> catch weight. I like that. And I'm like, Hey, and I'm not kidding. Some room it's like, I get a, a ping in my brain <laughs> like and I'm just like, spidey sense. I could have, <laughs> I could have 15 people, 17 people. And I'm like, I'll lock onto them. Yeah. And for some reason I'm going to them. Like I smell like blood in the water, yeah. like a shark. I'm like, Hey man, what's your, what's your, what's your max? Yeah. Okay, well, what lift you on? I'm on uh, 80%. Go over to the, <laughs> go over to the chart. Go to the yeah. chart. I'm like, hey, Jenna. Yeah. What'd you say that was? Yeah, I, I had a couple athletes like that uh, when I was coaching. Because you're the, 82%. Yeah, I, I would I would look at their bar and I'd be like, huh. you know, I, for me, like, they always know they're in trouble when you I'm standing. Side and I know I turn my head to the side and I look at their bar and like my eyebrows furrow up. Like whenever they get that look, they're like, oh shit, he, he, he got me. I he, mean, he I know me. some people, not going to name them, but like if we're doing like a strength or something, I mean, not really now, but a while ago, hmm. um, they, it's not me, but they would, I'm not a snitch. So, but instead she of can be like, bribed with food guys. So you're definitely <laughs> so going instead of doing like 120, they would do 125 because they didn't feel like changing the 45s off. And then I think one time you told me that people would, um, during testing, like they would underload in the beginning. So that way they would get bigger PRs. At the end. I think that was, you, I was being, I was, I was being about sarcastic. That. That's, oh, okay. That definitely never happened. Well, you know, we just had, we just talked with Carrie. Carrie used to, she used to do that. We would have a 90%, um, say we would have a, th uh, three single cleans at 90%. Mm -hmm. 
And then we load to our 1.025 to mm-hmm. test. Well, Carrie didn't like making that big jump <laughs> and I've busted her on how many times. And, but it's, it's, uh, they're, they're not confident. They're yeah. Like, man, that's a eight or 20 pound jump. That, that, I can't do that. Are, that's scary. I yeah. can't do that. Well, bro, you trust me. You, you trust me in the program. You mm. trust me in the percentages that we just loaded your system with the triple boom. We're, we're going to hit the single. No problem. Cause we're primed and ready. Yeah. Trust me. Don't trust me. Whatever. And that, that's a, that's a tough one. What Jenna said, that is a tough one. Like you know, there's times, honestly, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't really want to take that. Don't 40, like I don't yeah. want to change. This <laughs> I don't want to take all these weights Especially off. Especially if it's an e-mom. Cause then you're like, oh, that takes up almost all my time just to change yes. this weight off. So it, I would still bust their balls about it, but I like, man, I, I kind of get that. Cause it, cause you get but, tired after but, a while. Well, let's say their, their bar is supposed to be, it's at one twenties, their first set. That's yeah. what I mean. Right. Yeah. So the, they've got uh, 25 and 10, five, two and a half. Yeah. Well, and then you got to strip all that off. Yeah. And so, yeah, I didn't pack crown, pack crown's done that before, but I understand it, but I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, just, just do this for me. I get it, but I don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. Are you like CrossFitters are still the laziest people I know. You know what I mean? Like they were the laziest, most fit people I know. They will. How, how many of us do you see on uh lift when we're uh, doing some sort of like a squat or something? Like we don't even tie our shoes. Well, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you, don't have to, you don't have to, but yeah, I just, I'm saying like, you know, CrossFitters to me constantly remind, uh, like here's how I envision them. Like they'll, they'll crank through a 25, 30 minute AMRAP, but mm-hmm. they don't want to take the trash 10 extra feet to put in the trash can or I'm definitely that way. <laughs> I'll admit it. Yeah, you you yeah, know what I mean? Like the you've most, said that before, but the most lazy, the fittest, laziest people. They yeah. are. I but just think it's because we work so hard. So then we're just tired later. <laughs> you just don't want to work anymore. Or like, um, they're like, oh, I don't have, I don't have time to do anything or, um, you know, I got so much to do at home, but I don't want to. I'm like, bro, I just watched Watch you do, do a 30 extra- minute workout, rest, do a 20 minute EMOM rest, then do then the do extra it, work, then do, then do like a 10 minute extra work piece. And now no wonder you're tired, you know, what? upper carbs, like you'll feel, you'll feel fine. Like, you know, but you know, we are definitely, I fall in that category sometimes too. I'm like, Oh I don't, God. I don't, I don't want to take 35 minutes in the yard, but I'll spend an hour oh. doing mobility. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a choice. So I, I, I think the theme of this uh, show that we can leave you with is a uh, hashtag increase your carbs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that'll yeah. fix all your problems. If I do your nutrition, do not listen. Mo does not get the green light for you. No, mm. no, don't listen to me when it comes to nutrition. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll tell you to Cause eat I know Levon will be like, Mo said, Mo said, Mo said increase your Mo carbs. Said White Castle was okay. <laughs> I PR'd my fat squat. Yeah. Of course you will. I'm just kidding. You definitely got it from that White Castle girl. Yeah. All right. Have fun burping up this White Castle yeah, in your yeah. yeah. All right. I think that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm on. I'm out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com.